Morning has turned to afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. But the grind carries on. Not just the grind physically, but the grind mentally. The Midday Grind, featuring a couple of TV jockeys who've also been through the radio wars. <laughs> serious? Martin Kilcoin. I was a little lit, so I was saying whatever I wanted. And Charlie Marlowe. Our top story tonight, John Jay will be back tomorrow. Here's him getting a hit in 2012. It's the Midday Grind on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Charlie, you know what happens this time of year? What's that? Mardi Gras is around the corner, and nobody's really working because... You mail it in for Mardi Gras. Yeah, you just kind of get into that mindset. Then you mail it in for opening day. And spring training, and then St. Paddy's Day, then the NCAA tournament. You just sort of mail it in. Martin's birthday comes around that time. Is this happening again? I know we went through this in December. Yes, I've always said that it's officially kind of time to mail it in once you have that first minor pitching injury at spring. That makes Cardinal Nation go bonkers, and that's the case, at least on Twitter. Midday Grind live at 1860 Saloon in Soulard, counting it down to Mardi Gras. And keep in mind, at 1860s, half-price lunch if the Blues win the night before. And that's been going on a whole lot. So if the Blues win tonight, it'll be 11 in a row. Franchise record, they host Toronto, Austin Matthews and the Leafs. If they win the next day, lunch half-price here. At 1860 Saloon, the crab cakes. Chuck, say it. Say it. I know what you're going to say. Fantastic. Fantastic. It's your word. But also, jambalaya, unbelievable. And the chicken tenders, Brian Hoffman, with the sauces to dip them in. The food here is great. Those crab cakes were something else. So good. But when you say, oh, chicken tenders, like, oh, right, whatever. It's different. Meaty. It's different. Fresh, you can tell. Boy, the food's great here. Ninth and Geyer is the intersection. We're going to be here until 1. Is Hardline coming down here? Huh? No, just us. All right, we're here till 1 o'clock. We're going to talk some uh, basketball. Floyd Irons is in the house. Brian McKenna is still in the house. And Chuck referenced it, but news from Jupiter. Carlos Martinez pulled from a throwing program. They said they'll sit him, uh, sit him for about two weeks. That's good. He's, been, a, he's already thrown like 150 innings, so rest him a little bit. Charlie is sort of mocking Cardinal overreaction, which I'm sure there's a lot of overreaction. But it's still a little disconcerting that the guy who had this shoulder fatigue issue kind of thing last year, that you're already seeing that. I'm not mocking it. It doesn't really you're surprise me. Right? It doesn't really surprise me though that something like this happens with Carlos Martinez one year after he has all these injury issues. I'm just wondering because if you go by Mike Maddox's comments when I was down there for spring training, it seemed like at least with the pitching coach Mad Dog. He was really liking Carlos Martinez in the bullpen anyway. So we'll see how it plays out. If it's a couple weeks, you're still talking about a whole month, basically, before opening day if he were to be a relief option. And look, maybe maybe that makes the most sense. You have Hicks back there. You have Andrew Miller. We'll see what happens with Alex Reyes. But look, I know recovery from that shoulder is a question mark for Martinez, but he was darn good as a closer at the end of 2018. Right? Also, really good. And also Marcelo Zuna, they're saying, could begin the season on the DL, which is not a shocker, 
And you were just down there. We was doing a little hitting, right? A little bit of throwing. A lot of hitting. He looked. When you are, are he looked hundred percent. I hitting. think the commish in his online chat, Rick Hummel, said he would not be surprised if Ozuna started the year on the DL, based on the limited amount you saw him. Aren't you a little surprised that he wouldn't be ready in five weeks? I am a little surprised, especially John Mozeliak said when we were down there that when Mo went to the Dominican Republic to check on Marcel Ozuna, and remember that's about two three weeks ago, he said that Ozuna looked more than 100% hitting back then. And if you're watching BP down at spring, offensively, he looked good to go, clearly as he's trying to kind of retool his throwing motion. But, yeah, it's a little interesting that here we are, how many days? 36 days from opening day. They would already oh, look at you. Remembering the countdown. put that out there. The old countdown on Fox 2, baby. We had a little Cardinals <laughs> countdown last night. Coverage you can count on. It was 37 days to the season opener in Milwaukee, 44 to the home opener. And so now Charlie's right, it's 36. The biggest lie every year in spring training for every team is when a guy is coming back from an injury and they say, oh, he looks good. Oh, it looks like he might be ahead of schedule. Oh, he's no, he's looking good. He's, that always means just wait for it, wait for it. Well, they got a little soreness, a little fatigue. Discomfort. No problem. You got Bro Neal ready to roll. We got options, Chuck. We don't need Harper. We got a deep bench, okay? I will say this. Now, you said I was mocking. I wasn't. I thought you were mocking. I was pointing to, in my opinion, what is incredible major league ready pitching depth in the organization for starters. I will say this, though. I think right field and outfield overall, that is more of a legitimate question, in my opinion, especially if you're talking about Marcelo Zuna starting the year on the disabled list because, look, Tyler O'Neill can back up Harrison Bader in center field. But do we really know what we're going to get out of Dexter Fowler? I hope he has a great season. I hope it's like 2017. But if you say question mark and right with Dex, which I think is fair, and now you say maybe Marcelo Zuna starting the year on the DL, outfield, corner outfield, you're looking, okay, what do we got? So Jose maybe, Martinez can hit. Maybe you go get Harper. Now that is there a know. corner outfield on the market right now? Who would fit the Cardinals? Where would we play him? Who would fit the Cardinals both defensively where, and offensively? Where would we play him? Huh. We can't afford him, so the Cards and Cubs can say we can't afford him. But those money-rich, those drunken spending sailors, drunken sailors spending like drunken sailors, the Padres have signed Manny Machado. Reports are it's in, what, the $300 million range, eight-year deal for Manny Machado. Was it? Ten years. Ten years? And he can opt out after what? Four, five, whatever. Okay. Anyway, bottom line is the Padres. A lot of money. We heard recently were interested in spending that stupid money, maybe that the Phillies were going to spend. I would have never guessed it. Maybe that was the, was that the mystery team? They were, were the, in it. They surprised late, themselves. <laughs> look, I'm very Whoa, happy. Oh, we actually got them. Aren't you happy though that look? We make fun of baseball with all these teams tanking. There's the elite teams, the tanking teams. There's basically no baseball middle class. Isn't it great that a franchise like the Padres are spending $300 million for a player like Manny Machado knowing their farm system is stacked for the next five, six years? I love the fact that there's more teams that are going to be legitimately competing. But if they can afford it, is that an indictment on all these other teams that were unwilling? If the Padres, who are not flush with money as far as we know or never have been free spenders, is that – now Rob Manfred's probably relieved, Correct that this puts some of the collusion talk to 100%. the side. This is, hey, listen, these guys, in the end, took a while. They're going to get the big money. Everybody just stop with the collusion talk. But I think a lot of teams or cities would say, boy, 
we could spend that, and we're not willing to. If they're able to, we're certainly able to, is what a lot of fans are saying today. And also, how about this? When you see the Padres sign Manny Machado, 10 years, $300 million. Bryce Harper checks his phone, and he says, cha-ching, cha-ching, Yonder Alonzo checks his phone and goes, oh, crap. But look, <laughs> the Phillies owner basically said, we have to or we will get one of these guys, maybe both, Machado and Harper. Now they can't get Machado. They already said stupid money, and so maybe now it takes stupid money for them to get Bryce Harper. Boris is holding them to that. These guys said stupid money. So your percentage now that Harper ends up in Philly is what, 90%? 95%. With the Nats maybe at least saying we want to know what that offer is, final first refusal, whatever, but nobody else seriously in the game for Harper. Who else would be in the game? Padres. Cardinals. Stupid money. Padres stumbled into some cartel down there. They got money out of nowhere. But look, any talk. And a couple weeks back, there was talk of maybe the Giants get in on a short-term deal for a huge AAV. When Bryce Harper sees Manny Machado sign 10 years, 300, there is no chance of a short deal for Bryce Harper. He's getting more than yes. $300 million. What do you think he gets? Does he get more than Giancarlo Stanton? That was 325, but that was not a free agent deal. They had to pay him more to basically not have him test free agency. You know, Boris is going to use that as the goal now. He wants to beat Lozano for starters. So even if, let's just say, two days ago, the Phillies and, and Scott were talking around the same deal that Machado signed. Um, do you, does he try to go for an extra year? Does he go for 11? Does he shoot for 340, 350 now He's because gonna of that? He's going to price his He's just going to add a dollar. <laughs> He's going to add one dollar to it. I like how you call him Scott. Scott. Scott we're close. We're close. Scott. Uh, this hour brought to you by... Appliance Discounters, they have six area locations, Fairview Heights, Illinois, that's a 10,000-square-foot showroom, Baldwin, St. Charles, South County, Webster Groves, and the city of St. Louis. TheAppliancedDiscounters.com is where you find them on the web. I made the comment the other day that it's a locally owned business, so all of that money stays here. And somebody texted in and said, listen, there are people that work at Shmom Shmipo or Schmoes. We can't say their name, I guess. So you have to just kind of imagine what so that might be. Shmom Shmipo. Let me think here. Shmipo. And they said, you know, those people working there also live here. But the difference is the money stays here, all of the money. It's not a national chain. Point made. Theappliancediscounters.com. Whether it's GE, Frigidaire, Electrolux, you name it, they have it. Lowest prices guaranteed. In fact, they will go to those big box stores and do the price checking to make sure you're getting the best deal on your stove, washer, dryer, refrigerator. That's what they do at Appliance Discounters. Housekeeping uh, items for you Thursday. Housekeeping. We'll be at Maryville University. Jimmy Powers hosting us. Maybe there in the, uh, is it the Simon Center? I should know this. We're gonna we'll check on that. Maryville on Thursday. And then on Friday, we're going to be at the Schnooks. There's a lot of Lindbergh out there. We no, it's just, it's just off Lindbergh. Lindbergh and Tesson Ferry. We discovered yesterday a lot of Lindbergh. We're going to be at the Lindbergh Tesson Ferry location. That is on Friday. There's your housekeeping text line at 855-282-8255. I would love to hear in Chicago how they're reacting to the news that the Padres spent this kind of money today because you had Tom Ricketts, the Cubs owner, on Monday saying, we're out of money, wondering uh, why. So, And I think that's what the Cardinals will tell you, too. And I think Bill DeWitt third who's going to be with us on Thursday, has said this. There, at some point, you have a budget. At some point, that's your number. Fans will spend, 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 but at some point as a team, 
they have set their number. And I guess that's basically what Tom Ricketts was saying. And I don't know what's more unpopular right now, the Pocota ratings that say the Cubs are going to win 79 games or Tom Ricketts saying we have no money. And look, with Chicago, we obviously always focus on the Cubs, but I think this morning more of the focus is on Kenny Williams and the White Sox. They were hiring his relatives. Right. Machado's relatives on the Correct. team. Correct. You get them John Jay. Best friends. You get Yonder Alonso. They certainly were all in on Manny Machado. And then I'm reading on Twitter that they thought they had the best offer. And it was potentially over $300 million. So White Sox Nation thought they had a great chance at Machado and now don't. I wonder if Dan Lozano will, will be vindicated because he said the reports, remember, on the Machado. Oh, Remember the Machado reports were like 160, where he said these are wildly inaccurate. You're you're getting bad information. Is there any way that the Sox? I mean, maybe they did. Maybe they said, "Hey, listen, this is all we got. You want to go to a big market team? Go ahead, but we'll offer you." Is it possible that they were that off in the marketplace that they did, in fact, offer 160, or is Lozano right that people had really bad numbers? That was Nightingale, I remember. Yes, three four weeks back, he reported seven years. 175 so an aav of 25 million and it does seem like over the years remember we were at another bar martin a couple years back remember what bar remember what bob nightingale said a couple years ago where he (laughs) thought manny machado would end up with the cardinals Mm -hmm. i think nightingale has an in with dan lozano that was just weird though it's almost like they were throwing it out there to get more teams involved you know what i'm saying or to i think they were throwing it out there the Sox were to try to lower the price a little bit. Like, hey, we know that San Diego or the Yankees or the Phillies are in on it, but we don't want them offering 250. Let's say we offered 175 and at least lower the price, and then maybe instead of spending 250, we could spend 230 and get them, save some money down the line. Obviously, didn't work. A reminder that at 1860s, you get complimentary shuttles to all home Cardinal games, all home Blues games, Horse Hookie Tuesdays. They'll have shuttles. Over to Fairmont Park where the racing season begins. Three great rooms, one location. That's what you get here at 1860's Saloon. The saloon has live music every night. On weekend afternoons, you got the wood back bar. Chuck, this building is 125 years old in the heart of historic Soulard. Beautiful wood. It's called the back bar, Chuck. Look at that. That's a beautiful bar. It's, it's fantastic. The game room with shuffleboard, football, darts, popular video games. And then in the back room, the lower level is the Hard Shell Cafe in a New Orleans courtyard setting. So three bars rolled into one. Uh, and I mentioned Schnucks, again, will be there on Friday. And they're also, if you're out shopping and looking to get the best, certified Angus beef, Chuck. Mm, Make mm, sure mm. it's certified. And did you know Schnucks is the place that invented the pork steak back in the day? We didn't know that. We were reading that yesterday. So for all your certified Angus beef needs, stop by one of your area Schnucks locations. I was looking this up. Last year, Padres Padres attendance, what do you think it was on average? I would say 23,000 a game. Martin? Uh, 20. I got 26,772. Do you think, is this one franchise, though, that when you go out and get a guy – like Manny Machado, all of a sudden you get a lot of that money back simply based on attendance. I, I think one under-discussed part about this is how the Padres realize that the market is theirs. The San Diego market as a whole, the Chargers gone. So they have a chance. They're the only pro sports franchise in that city now. So I think they see it as their window of opportunity to truly make San Diego a Padres town. In 2015, the Padres drew over 30,000. Is it crazy to say that when you sign a superstar – 
you could up your average attendance by 5,000. I mean, Is that pa- crazy no. to say? If you're a Padres fan, you're probably looking at their home schedule now and like, hey, let's go to a couple games. And I thought last year they got Hosmer. To me, Hosmer is kind of that secondary piece. He's not a marquee signing, even though they did, and he's from the San Diego area. Doesn't it make Hosmer even better when you add Machado? Like if you say, I got Eric Hosmer, you say, well, oh, okay. But you have Machado and Hosmer? Now that's a lot more significant to me than what they did last year. 100%. And also, Eric Hosmer hit free agency at the absolute perfect time. Yes. He was coming off the best year of his career. He also kind of had those intangibles type face of the franchise World Series guy, which Scott Boris even mentioned, of course. He was the mailman of Playoffville. He was the mailman of Playoffville, <laughs> but certainly better as the number two option in a lineup, yes. Who's the mayor of Ding Dong City? That's Travis Shaw. Who's now a third baseman, yeah. maybe. Yes. and Moussakis is playing second. Just I don't softball, think the Brewers baby. know what their infield is right now. I love it, They're though. They're trying it's not to have an infield <laughs> like the year they were trying not to win. They're still the favorites. 87, 88 wins, according to Pakoda. The Cubs have been downgraded. They're like a stock. They just got downgraded to 79. We got Jim Kramer slapping labels on every team. I don't get that at all. Sell the Cubs. I don't get that at all. Don't you think, look, you Darvish, isn't he going to come back and give you something? He he obviously can't be as bad as last year. Cole Hamels on a one-year deal. He was really good at the end of the season. 36. He's less No, no, he's old. Don't get me wrong, but it's one year. Maybe, I, maybe Joe Madden should say, hey, listen, you can't be as bad as he was last year. Chris Bryant, same just, way. Just start saying that. Like Chris Bryant, just say, I was making fun of St. Louis. No big deal. They'll get over it. Yeah, it was out of context. Out of context. Martin. Out of context. I hate that. Out of con- <laughs> it doesn't matter. The whole thing's stupid, but out of context. It's just lame. And he also said he thought Yachty's retort a harsh. was a little strong. A little too strong. You think Yachty would be... Taking note of that, I guarantee they'll, like, shake hands before the game May 3rd, Wrigley. What's going to happen is probably Saturday night, Yachty, after a long day, maybe the first game, kind of sits down down in Jupiter, has a couple uh, beers, and starts getting on Instagram, and maybe then he will reply to uh, Chris <laughs> I Bryant. hope so. I hope he does. Oh, I want to get to all of your top five lists, too. We didn't get a chance to do that. Chuck's back from Jupiter, had TMA duty yesterday. I think your rankings of people you miss the most. That was a joke. Jess was not the top of the list, but oh, the, the baby, baby was. Uh, I can't think be tied he, for first? Yeah, I would think tied for first. But that was nice. part of the joke. <laughs> and then Frank was tied for last? For your he was. Favorite, favorite TV or was, hardest Was working? that part of the joke or was that sincere? No, that was sincere. That was 50 <laughs> sincere, to be honest with you. 50 Media 50. awards. We'll get to Chuck's top fives. We'll also talk to Kenny Wallace. He's just back from Florida as well, was down there at Daytona. How cool is that Joe Gibbs? Took the trophy, the Daytona 500 trophy, to the Steak and Shake. Did you see that? On Sunday night, uh, an emotional win for him. We'll talk some racing like we love to do. We haven't done it in a while. We'll talk to Kenny Wallace coming up. And Triad Bank brings you Take It to the Bank. How about this, Chuck? Take it to the bank. Padres make the playoffs. Yes or no? All in on Hosmer? Like this, All in on, just for this, 2019? Just this year, yes. Oh, no. Is it 100% No. I'm uh, pretty close. They don't have the yeah, pitching. You never know. So many prospects. Next couple of years, I'm very high on the Padres. Yes. Not necessarily 2019. This is a buy for the future. All right. Blues. It's great to get your superstar now, build around him with all these prospects coming up. Blues win tonight. Take it to the bank. Yes. How can you bet against the Blues right now? I think you got to feel pretty good about it. They're not just winning. They're winning every game by four goals. 
They're Lose. due for a loss. Oh, look at you, you uh, wet blanket. Wet blanket. Rockio. The remote wet blanket. Uh, get out of here. You, out of here. Wow. Hey, Cam, Cam, get down there and punch him. <laughs> See? Cam, get down The guys at the bar, him. don't jinx them. Yeah. Don't jinx them. Oh. Yeah. Sir, sir, please escort this guy from the establishment, both of you guys. Hey. Yeah. Strong arm. Beat the snot out of him. Hey, Floyd, come over here. Floyd Irons is in the house. Legendary coach of the V. Uh, put yourself on headset. I want a testimonial to the food here. At 1860s Saloon, Ninth and Guyer, the heart of Soulard. Clearly, they've got the Cajun New Orleans menu down. Mm-hmm. And our guy Floyd is, when he's not texting Frank with Scoop, sometimes he's texting me. He heard us talking and he heard us say crab cakes. And you did, you pulled on in and tell us, give us your review. No doubt. And uh, I happen to be in the neighborhood and I heard you talk about crab cakes. I said, let me stop by here and see what's happening. And? Great. Those are hard. You're like you're not going to make that at home. I will be back. I will be back. I will be back. They're great. That's what the V always says. We will be back. Probably going to win a state title. No pressure on Tony. No, no, no. no. I'm not going to talk uh, about that. They'll get mad at me if I did that. Okay, but they're looking good. Is that fair to say? They're looking good. They're playing better. And they play everybody. I know they lost to Eastside. They lost to Belleville West, but they're playing. I love the fact that every week the V's got a game that you care about. No doubt. And And the biggest enemy is themselves. So, you know. Teams are up for them all the time, and they got to understand they got to play at their best because when they play the certain teams, they're at their best. And, and, and a lot of teams realize that if they beat the V, that's their state title. And you have your collection growing. There's pictures of you and Bill Self. This is all in the last month or two. Bill Self, Conzo Martin, John Calipari, Bruce Weber. Who am I forget? And when you come there, you're going to see you and well, what was your host? You want me to bring Wojo? Wojo. We've got to get Cameron on the Marquette gotta, Express. So, Floyd. <laughs> give us a give us a hint. Cameron Fletcher, stud. Any schools he's really interested in? A lot of offers. Well, you know, a lot of offers. You got Michigan State. You got Duke who's come in late to of, of late to check on him. Uh, you got SLU. You got Mizzou. So he's got an array of schools to to look at. Uh, and the size, you know, the ceiling of that is limited for for Cameron. When did you know that Tony would be a good coach? I mean, was he chiming in? Did he have ideas even when he was a little kid telling you what plays you should run? You know, not really. What we, you're doing wrong? We didn't We didn't talk about coaching, you know, when he was coming up. And it just so happened that he decided to coach his intramural team in, at the College of the Ozarks. And he called me and said, hey, Dad, you know, uh, I'm coaching the intramural team. I thought that, and I said, that's great. Uh, we don't talk a lot about basketball when we were coming up. Now we, you know, we talk more because he's involved in it. And I think he's going to be a much better coach than I was. And a football note, the helicopter, one of your former basketball guys, it's played football at Mizzou, Will Franklin. He's the new football coach at the No v. doubt. And I think he's going to turn it around. If anybody can turn the V's football program around, it's, what it would help is going to be the helicopter, Will, Will Franklin. And uh, I'm glad to see he's back. Good kid. And, you know, no doubt. Probably and, like 30-something now. I'm like, you know, what Frank, a kid. And, you know, Tony's got some good kids on his staff. he got Jimmy with him. You know, he's got John John. He's got one of his uh, college roommates uh, coaching with him. So he's got a great staff. And, you know, I just like the passion and the love that Tony has for the game and for the kids. Floyd Irons, legendary of coach of the V. Um, what is this, 1360? If, if so, anybody in the oh, – no. 1860. 1860. 1860. Mm-hmm. If in the neighborhood, I'm, I'm tooting the horn. Come by and try Come to on down. Crab, crab cakes, cakes, the chicken strips. Brian McKenna, what'd you go with? A salad over there? That's because he's got his GQ outfit on. He's... <laughs> <laughs> 
We've got an open buffet going here. <laughs> Floyd, good to see you. I appreciate you always. See you, Floyd. Always. Every once in a while, Floyd will text me a cool picture of him with a famous coach, and then a minute later, Frank's already tweeting it out. I'm like, oh, I see how it is. Look at this, though. Both Floyd and McKenna with the fashionable oh, scarves. Yeah. They're kind of, look, can we get a picture of that? They're oh, kind my. of, they're channeling their inner John Mozeliak. Yeah, can you get a, I'm sorry, I'm not assigning you, but can somebody take a picture Rocky, wow. Rocky, please yeah, get a get, picture get that of that photo. This is, John Mozeliak is rubbing off on this city. Look at this. At the end of the day, although Mo's wearing one down in Florida and it's like 90 <laughs> degrees. All right, a quick break. Take it to the bank. You can chime in via the text line at 855-282-8255. Your chance to make your bold prediction. Just have a little fun with it. Who leads the Cardinals in wins? Who leads them in homers? You make the pick. Take it to the bank. Brought to you by Triad Bank. They're located in Frontenac on Clayton Road, one block west of Lindbergh. Triadbanking.com is their website. If you stop by and see them, trust me, you will find out. It's a neighborhood friendly bank. Actually have staff working and willing to help. How about that? What a novel concept. Jim Regna and his team started this bank in 2005. So if you're a business owner, and you want to expand, talk to them about a business loan because the decisions are made right here in St. Louis. Triadbanking.com. We will take it to the bank with the text line, which means we actually will we'll actually check the text line. And we Kenny. Some good ones. And Kenny Wallace as well. And then Kenny's with us when we come back. 855-282-8255. A star-studded Tuesday here at 1860 Saloon in the heart of historic Soulard. Me gotta go pull the P-Road down the bio. My Yvonne, the sweetest one, me oh my oh. Son of a gun, we'll have big fun on. 